This is Sound and Season. It's Monday, the 11th day of Lent. Our passage today comes from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, and of instruction about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible, in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, and have shared in the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the goodness of the word of God, and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away, to restore them again to repentance, since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm, and holding him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain, that often falls on it, and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it is cultivated, receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed, and its end is to be burned. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our reflection for the day comes from the 20th century Welsh pastor and theologian, Martin Lloyd-Jones, and his collected sermons on Hebrews. This, it seems to me, is the very exhortation that many need today. We are living in an age that is characterized by confusion and uncertainty. This is obvious in the world. Standards are disappearing. Nobody seems to know what to do or what to say. Alas, it is even an age of confusion in the church. Until recently, everybody agreed about certain things, but this is no longer so. This age of utter confusion is the result of immaturity, superficiality, and a lack of knowledge. This is not a new complaint against God's people. The prophet Hosea was given a message by God to deliver to the children of Israel, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. That was true then, and it is true now. If you do not have knowledge, you will not have standards, and thus you cannot evaluate things. You cannot judge anything. So it seems to me that it is as necessary as ever for us to face this exhortation. Let us go on unto perfection. Let us go on to maturity. Let us cease to be children. We do well to ask ourselves this simple yet profound question. Are we growing? Are we advancing? How do we find ourselves as compared with a year or 10 years or 20 years ago? Are we more mature than we were at any given point in the past? This is an urgent matter. So let us look at the reason why the writer gave this exhortation to these Hebrew Christians and why it is needed by all of us at the present time. Christian life, by definition, is a developing and advancing life. 
I've referred to it as a life, and that's what it is. That puts it into an entirely different category from all philosophies and teachings, political and social ideas, and so on. It is a teaching, of course, but it is much more than that. It is a life. That is what we are reminded of everywhere in the Bible, and particularly the New Testament. When one becomes a Christian, one receives new life. A child is born, a child is alive, a child is not a machine, it has a life. And wherever there is life, there is growth. Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who in the blood of Christ established the new covenant of reconciliation, this Lent, grant us the faith to trust in Jesus above all else. Strengthen our hope in our resurrected King and fill us with your blessed Holy Spirit. O Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.